Hey guys, happy new year. Today is Wednesday, January 20th, 2016. Um, I am here with my first podcast of the year. I got to tell you that I started recording a podcast uh, last week and you know what? I just didn't feel ready. I didn't feel baked for the year. I'm going to tell you guys kind of how my year has been going. I am having some tea tonight because it is so dry in my house. Um, I don't know. It's just like the weather in Atlanta. I think it's humid all summer long and then the wintertime comes. And so my throat is so dry. Um, so if you'll just bear with me, if I take a couple, stop and take a couple sips of tea. We've been doing this for years. So, you know, sometimes I have my coffee. I may have my wine today. I have my tea for my throat. But the podcast today is maintaining momentum. And I wanted to do this because I know that feeling of we're so fired up. We were so fired up a month before the year started, fired up the week before. You may or may not have been fired up the week, the first week of the year. I wasn't. And I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, but I've got a lot of points. I've got four-ish slash five-ish points that I want to cover. Um, before I get into my podcast, I want to do some super quick housekeeping. Hold on one sip. Housekeeping is as such, the Maitachi journals are in and they are shipping all week. So if you have ordered, you can simply check your email and the confirmations are going out. We had a lot of orders and so I know that our um, fulfillment is getting those out. Uh, if you have any questions surrounding any of the journals you purchased, um, getting the private podcast, simply send an email to support at mytaughtyou.com and we will take care of you. For those of you who wish to purchase journals, there will be a handful um, in the store this weekend, likely because I had to order over. So we will have some overage. Um, and after that, I am going to shut the store down for just a little bit and retool, uh, some of the products. So I am working on some new things and I really kind of just want to let it slow down for a second so I can do some other things, uh, and, and really put all my focus on that. So without further ado, I am getting into maintaining momentum in 2016. All right. So. I follow a lot of you guys on Instagram or I see you when you tag me with the my taught you hashtag and I saw that a lot of people were making vision boards for the year. Um, they may have put down like the statements that they have for the year and I just want to take a moment and kind of go over your vision board. If you didn't make a vision board, that is okay because this uh, segment, this is number one, uh, assessing your vision board or your mantra for the year, I think it still applies. So when I think about the vision board, I think about a lot of the things that I saw on those boards. I saw some cars, I saw some houses, I saw relationships, love, all that stuff. And I want to know in this first month, in these first few weeks, what sort of actionable items have you made toward that? And it's easy to have this vision and it's easy to see something that you want, but have you taken any steps at all um, towards doing that? So if you got a car on there, have you even opened up an account that may be your car savings account? Forget the fact that you may not have put a ton of money in it, but have you opened the account? Have you researched um, and found 
banks with the best rates that maybe you want to do. That would be an actionable item. So if you haven't done any sort of action steps towards the things on your vision board, I encourage you um, this week before the month is out to go ahead and do some actionable steps towards these things on your vision board. Another thing that I want you to think about, is there anything on this board that needs to be removed? I think sometimes we go to these vision board parties or we think we want something and we don't give ourselves the room or the opportunity to change our mind. And so I want for you to be okay and learn something early and upfront this year is that it is okay to change your mind. It is okay to think you want something and, and have to re have really wanted something and gotten into it or made an actionable item only to find out that it really wasn't for you. Or maybe it's not for you this year. Maybe you want to push it back another year. Go ahead and peel something off. That is totally okay. Like, I think we feel stuck when we commit to something. Oh, I want to be a fashion major. Oh, I want to be a stylist. Maybe it's like as you're discovering your passion, you're into fashion. You thought you wanted to be a stylist, but maybe what you want to be is more of a fashion editor. Or maybe you want to, maybe what you want to be is more of a seamstress. Or maybe what you want to be is like more of a dressmaker. And over time, and when you start to take these actionable steps, you start to refine um, some of the visions or some of the goals and all that good stuff. So if you have something that you feel like you want to peel off, or if you wrote some goals down that you want to just strike a line through, maybe there's something you want to just scratch off completely. And maybe there's something you want to just put a line through and put a place marker in that until next year, or maybe it's something you want to tackle in a couple of years. So go ahead and do that. So sorry. It's like I'm talking a lot and it is so dry in here. Um, the next thing I want you to look at is, is this vision board filled with stuff? You know, do you have a lot of stuff on it? If you've got a lot of stuff on it, um, and if your goal is has a lot of stuff on it, I encourage you to trade those with images or with um, words or affirmations that symbolize a feeling that you want. Like, what feeling do you want? Because I've talked about this with you guys that I think that there was a period of time in my life when I thought that certain things would make me happy or make me feel accomplished or make me feel um, affirmed or would give me value. Like maybe I'm not happy because I don't have a certain car and this car would make me feel this, you know, I know that being in certain cars give people certain feelings or things they want other people to feel about them. So if you want to take a second and maybe think about what do you want to feel you, do you want to feel? feel successful and having that car would make you feel that. Um, and maybe having this house will make you feel that. And I think if you start to think about the feelings, what do you want to feel that sort of changes the avenue of the stuff? Because we've talked about this a ton. Um, stuff doesn't, uh, make you happy. Uh, I'm a testament of that. And I talk about that ad nauseum. 
on my 100 life goals that I did with Sean King a couple years ago. If you want to just Google 100 life goals in my name, the video pops up. I think I'm at around the 30 minute mark or 20 minute mark. Go ahead and check that out. And I think a lot of people who watched that video were moved by that. So go ahead and check that out. But maybe you want to trade out the stuff for what you want to feel or perhaps the experiences that you want to have. You know what I mean? And so um, if you got a lot of stuff, I encourage you to trade that. And I also want for you to take a look at your goal list every night. Take a look at your vision board every night and just say, this already belongs to me. I am in process, you know, because we are, this stuff is, we are not far off from these things. We are working towards these things. And I think we need to keep the vision. We need to keep um, the flame sort of lit for this all year long. And sometimes just one, you know, sentence or two sentences every morning and every night just to remind ourselves, this already belongs to me. I am in process. Um, I encourage you to say that. And if you don't have a mantra for the year, it's not too late. You still got a couple, a weekish a week or so left in January to kind of come up with your mantra. I was struggling with my mantra for 2016. Um, I feel like in the past I had so many hurdles, you know, and for those of you who have followed me in the podcast, a lot of the times I was just podcasting, um, just wanting to sort of share my struggles, you know, and like really, um, invite people in and also to let people know that they weren't alone. And, and over time, um, things have changed for me. I am not so much in the struggle phase of my life. And even after I sort of went from struggling to sort of succeeding, I then struggled with success. And so with the help of a professional, I have been able to deal with that also. So I have had a hard time um, podcasting as of late because I'm just like, I always feel like I want to be able to relate to you. And I always want to be able to share with you in the most authentic way. And it's almost like that, you know, the whole Mary J. Blige thing of like, people love her when she's struggling, but when she's not so much, what do you sing about? Can I sing about happiness? Am I happy? I absolutely am happy. I think someone asked me that at my mom's 60th birthday party last week. Are you happy? And I'm like, in a way that I never even knew was possible. You know, I am happy in a way that I never even knew was possible. I am content in a way that I never even knew was possible. And it's just like, I'm so satisfied in my world. And I don't think that it's about stuff. It's just about, I was able to get the help, the professional help to learn how to process life in a way that it doesn't um, knock me too far up or down. Um, so I'm very grateful. I feel very blessed and thankful for that. And there's no dollar amount you can put on that. You know, there's no, I don't even know there, there's a picture for it, but you know, I think that my word for the year is contentment. Like I truly feel content and in my contentment, I have struggled with, um, the continuing to strive, continuing to strive, in my contentment. And so I just wrote out my mantra as I was writing this podcast, I will keep striving. And I think that, you know, when you're the underdog and nobody takes your call and you're mad and you're angry and you, and you got some shit to prove, that's how I was. 
every day I got up wanting to do that. And now I'm like, well, dang, you know, people answer my calls now and people, you know, respond to me and, you know, things are not the worst, you know, the doors open, uh, a lot more easily. And so it's like, how do I keep striving when it's not as hard as it used to be? And so that's what I've been struggling with. Um, and that's what I'm working on this year is continuing to strive. And so I talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, how first week of the year, I literally was kind of like already worn out. It was so strange that like I went on the holiday vacation went away for New Year's Eve. I went to New Orleans and that whole trip, I swear to you, I was so tired. Like, um, I think I, I flew over 90,000 miles in 2015 and I had this huge goal of like this huge financial goal that I wanted to make this huge business goal that I wanted to make. And I made it, but I was so tired. Like, and I don't think it all caught up to me. Like during the holiday, you know, when, I'm not checking my email every second of the day and I'm not caught up in the constant spinning of my business life and my regular life. And so I I was just moving. And when life slowed down, I felt so bad. Like I'm in uh, New Orleans with my boyfriend and I'm like sleep eight o'clock every night. I'm like in bed. I'm so tired. I think it all just kind of like wore me down. So I went into the first week of the year, literally still tired, still tired from running so hard in 2015. And I was just so worried, like, what kind of year is this going to be for me if I'm not even fired up, you know, in the first week? And I got to say that like around the seventh or maybe the ninth, all of a sudden it was just like that, that drive, that, that bubbling drive inside of me, that curiosity started moving. And all of a sudden, I got to tell you, I'm sitting here just giddy and smiling that I am fired up. And I think that like, instead of trying to like, you know, be so organized and so adamant, and this is what I'm doing. I was just like, okay, I'm going to acknowledge this feeling of just being flat out tired and give myself like the space to be curious. And we're going to continue to talk about that. Um, But because of the way that I was feeling, I'm going to move into number two. And it's what have you read so far this year? Um, I am only one. I've only read one book so far, which is uh, different for me. I typically would have read more by now, but um, sometimes I pick up books and I'm like, well, uh, does this interest me? Is it going to hold my attention? The last book that I read was um, Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes, which I absolutely loved. If you haven't read that, I encourage you to read it. Super fun read, like fun read and easy read. Uh, but when I start trying to, you know, wondering where I'm going with things, you know, I decide to pick up a book, pick up a magazine, start to read some articles. So what have you read this year? If you have read anything good this year, tweet me, snap me, uh, tag me anywhere, put it on the My Tachi Facebook page. Let me know what you guys are reading. But if you haven't read anything, um, set a goal on what you're going to read and go ahead and start. And sometimes I think you feel like, if you're reading a book and there's just something that simply doesn't apply to you, skip it. Like I have, I do not feel committed. I was at a dinner party a couple of weeks ago and this lady was like, whether I like that, she was actually a college professor at Emory. And she's like, whether I like a book or not, I read it completely from beginning to end. Like I have never abandoned a book. Girl, please. If it's not for you, abandon it. 
If you need to skip around, skip around. Sometimes I'll read a book and I'm like, this chapter just doesn't apply to me. I'm not interested. And so I always say, you know, books are just like advice are just like this podcast. Uh, take what you need, take the advice you need and leave the rest on the floor. You don't have to, you don't have to, um, have it all. And if books are still kind of like a struggle for you or not your thing, commit to reading a Wall Street Journal, uh, a USA Today, a New York Times, and commit to articles that are going to stretch you every day. So it's so easy to be on Facebook and we click on the articles that attract us, you know, whether it be gossip, whether it be dating stuff, anything, you know, whether it be something about a celebrity. And one of the things that I I do is I'll go and I'll read an article that I literally, that literally doesn't interest me. Like I'll go and I'll read about, you know, maybe medicine or even though I enjoy wine, I typically don't read about it. And so I, I went and read this article in the New York times about, um, the rise of champagne, um, in the States and all that good stuff. And I, I learned a bit, it stretched me in a way that it forced me to look up some words that I didn't know. It forced me to try to pronounce some things that I typically couldn't pronounce. And I'm like going online and Googling them and having the dictionary pronounce it for me. And so this is how you, you'll continue to stretch yourself and reading is just so important. I've got the podcast on reading. If you haven't listened to it, it's worth a listen. Reading is just so important. And if you're struggling with where you are and finding your passion, we are going to get into that. But reading, um, always helps. I read this book, uh, called the art of being unreasonable by Eli Broad. And if you're ever in LA, um, visit the Broad Museum, I went into the Broad Museum. I have, um, I am dating a curator now. And so I go to a lot of museums and I see a lot of art and going to the Broad just literally like mesmerized me. Like even, uh, my boyfriend was like, Oh my God, like you were so, um, you were so like mesmerized in this space. And I, he was like, and if I can quote you correctly, you said, this is like the Super Bowl of art museums. It really was. Like for for those of you that may not be huge art fans, um, I would say that I would be somewhere in the middle, in the lower end of the middle, so not particularly enthusiastic about it. But there were some like Jeff Koons I really like, and they it's just like they have the best pieces of all the things that you've either liked, loved, heard of, and they even have pieces that you're like you may not have known. I mean, they have Basquiat's like. It's just, I was just floored. And as we were leaving and going through the gift shop, the founder of that museum, Eli Broad, has a book, The Art of Being Unreasonable, and just reading his story. And the one thing that I find when I read stories about people who have created these magnificent things, I mean, this building is incredible. Three stories, a whole downtown LA block. What I find when I read these stories about people is that most of the successful people started from the bottom. You know, most successful people were poor. Most successful people, I think Eli was dyslexic. So it's like everybody, I think sometimes when you're trying to figure out where do I stand in life, what should I be doing? I I need this before I can start. You realize that most successful people started with nothing. So being okay with where you are and going ahead and starting with that. And so, um, if you're a huge fan of someone, see if they have a biography or something like that and go ahead and read it. Even if it's like still like a Tina Fey or whatever. Whenever I read books about people that have become successful, I'm always blown away um, 
I'm always blown away with how they began their tenacity and the common denominator that typically is always the case when I've read about uh, successful people is they simply don't care what people think about them. They don't care what people think about them and they are masters of their time. You know, they don't allow people to waste their time and they don't waste their own time. So I encourage you to read something, pick up a book before the month is out and start reading. Um, don't let this month go by without picking up a book. Number three, I want you to question yourself. Um, Question yourself right now, what are you clinging to that it's time to let go? You know, what are you clinging to that you know it's time to let go? And it's just like, whether it's a way that you feel about yourself, whether it's a way that you've been acting, um, some a relationship that needs to end, and it's just like, go continue to question yourself in that way. And I do that to myself often. And, um, I even was talking to my therapist about something, uh, yesterday and we were just talking about a friendship or a relationship. And she was just like, well, I I would really hope that a friendship, you know, wouldn't end over this or that. And I told her like, honestly, I would love to find, I would love to find out where this friendship or relationship stands so that I cannot spend any more time on it. Because what you, what we usually learn is like, in the back of our minds, we kind of know. It's not even we kind of know. In the back of our minds, we typically know what's up, but we're waiting on something. We're waiting to get a platform to be like, see, I knew. And so it's just like working through those things, working with myself. Just ask yourself, what are you clinging to that you know it's time to let go of? Another thing that you want to do is what, ask yourself, is what limiting assumptions on how you view life are holding you back. Um, a lot of people, I meet a lot of people all the time who have these insanely limiting views of life. And I'm just like, but that's not true, or that doesn't apply, or that's not true anymore. And the one thing that you have to understand is that you are the person that you are your only limit in life. And I get a lot of questions. And so I asked on my Instagram and I asked on my Facebook for people to ask me questions. And all these questions are always like, how do I leave my job? Leave. What do I do? Like save your money or just jump, leave, do what you have to do. But you're looking, you're looking for me to tell you what you already know you need to do. It's just like, start looking for another job. If that's not where you want to be, start looking for another job. If you want to become an entrepreneur, go get a job for another entrepreneur so you can learn how to become one. If you want to work in a particular industry, leave the industry that you're in and go to another one. You may have to start lower, but I always say that like, your career path likely will not be a straight ladder from bottom to the top. Your career ladder will likely be a jungle gym. Sometimes you're going to swing across. You may make a lateral move. Sometimes you're going to go down. But I can tell you that all of the times that I have taken a career move that has gone down, I learned more than I learned more than I could ever be paid. You know, and so if you have to scale back, if you have to live a smaller life to be more fulfilled, I can tell you that. When I first became an entrepreneur and I wasn't making a ton of money, um, I had never been happier in my life. My car was paid off. I had bought a car cash. My car was paid off. I was working from home. 
I was on my own time. I was my, my own boss and it was not about the money. It was about the freedom that I had. And so that's what you need to focus on. Everybody's worried about how much money they're going to make. You'll be fine because you'll be happier. And when you're happier, you can pick up some other odd and in, odd and in jobs um, in the meantime to go ahead and to make some ends meet. Last question that I want you to ask yourself is to step into your profound potential what must you leave behind? Um, to step into your profound potential, what must you leave behind? And that's always, that's the hardest part. Like leaving things behind, even for me, that's the hardest thing to do. Um, leaving behind, um, leaving behind like the old you, the old way you used to act, the old um, BS you used to tell yourself, the safety and the comfort of like, the lies and limits that you put on yourself, like to step, to fully step into that, um, ask yourself, what must you leave behind? And let's go ahead and write that down. If you have a journal, um, I'm going to go back over those three questions. Let's write those down and let's continue to talk about that. And if you follow me on any of my mediums, uh, the Facebook page is the best place to probably discuss this, but like, what are you clinging to that it's time to let go of, which is very similar to, to step into your profound potential, what must you leave behind? So what are you clinging to? What must you leave behind? And what limiting assumptions on how you view life are holding you back? Let's talk about that. Um, and so the fourth thing that I want us to do is follow our curiosity. When I look at a lot of the questions that people ask me, the questions are typically like, how do I find my passion? I don't know what I'm passionate about. I want a dream job, but I don't know what my dream job is. What is my dream job? So on and so forth. And what I would say to you is follow your curiosity. What are you interested in? Seriously. And I don't care if it's silly. And I always have said this. If you are curious about the circus, learn something new about the circus this week. Learn something new about what you're interested in. Read an article, go to a museum, schedule a meet and greet, do a walkthrough, learn something new about what you're interested in and get out of your bubble. Like a lot of you can't discover your passion because you're stuck in what's comfortable to you. You're afraid to go out and try something new. And it's just like, if you only eat a certain kind of food and you've told yourself that, I meet so many people who are like, I don't do this and I don't do that. Go do something else today. Go do something else. Go to a different restaurant, get off your beaten path, Go do something different. Go try it. If you never wear shorts, try some daggone shorts. If you never wear this type of color, try that. If you don't wear red lipstick, try red lipstick. But you've got to force yourself out of your comfort zone to find your passion. You know, you have to do that. Another thing I want you to think about is your free time. What are you doing with it? So many people use their free time to kind of like veg out, watch TV. Um, it's not really free. You know, it's, I wouldn't even call it free time. It's just like, what are you doing with the time that you have that you aren't working in like, uh, you know, doing something that keeps the, keeps the lights on. Use that to enhance yourself. Take a class, you know, learn something, take an online class, read something, start making sure that you're using your extra time more efficiently. And so 
I've been getting up in the morning and I work out with a trainer some days, but the other days I've been using the Nike training club app, which I absolutely love. They got these seven minute, 15 minute workouts. And sometimes I do that. I do it for myself. Um, that's what I do with my time. I read, um, I study a lot. Um, I reach out to people, I maintain my relationships. And so that's what I try to do in my downtime versus just kind of like, you know, clicking on the TV and just letting my mind run. And then you look up and three, four or five hours have gone by. You've done nothing. Uh, not cool. Final thing I want us to think about is are our goals smart? If you have, um, a list of goals that you've made for the year, year, ask yourself, is this goal specific? Um, is it specific about what you want to accomplish? Are you specific about who was involved? Are you specific about the the benefits and the location? The next thing you want to ask yourself is, is this goal measurable? And this is basically spelled our S-M-A-R-T. S is specific. M is measurable. How much do you need? What tools do you need to measure your progress? You know, what targets are you going to use to make sure that you establish, that you are um, progressing towards your goal? And how will you know when it's accomplished? A lot of you have this goal to be successful and you don't even have anything like, when, when do you know? You know, how will you know you become a success? Let's flush this out. Let's make this goal measurable. Is it attainable? How can it be accomplished? You know, how much will it cost to launch and support your goal? And what knowledge and skill do you need to reach this goal? So is it attainable? If you want to become a chef, do you need like, you need to go to Le Cordon Bleu or you need to go to, you need to go to a school for that. And so is this goal attainable? Is it realistic? You know what I mean? Is it meaningful? Why is there a need for this? Um, why is this the right time for you to pursue this? And is this goal aligned with your core values? And if you don't have your core values in place, I Snapchatted about this yesterday that like start working on your value system. What are some things that you just absolutely will not budge on? I'm not budging on that. And I, I have mine down. I can tell you some things that I'm just absolutely not going for. And then the final thing, the T of a smart goal is, is it time bound? Um, what is the time frame for the implementation of your goal? You have to have that. Um, what is the plan? Is it six months? Is it six weeks? What will you do this week or this month um, to reach your goal? And so I hope that this is helpful. Uh, I hope that you continue to maintain your momentum throughout the year. Continue to ask me questions. I am going to do another podcast sort of answering your questions. But I wanted to do this because I know that it gets difficult and it's even difficult for me at times at the beginning of the year, just before we get there, I'm fired up. Then the year comes, I'm not fired up. I feel swamped and inundated because I'm like behind and then just doing these things and getting myself, um, aligned to make sure that I have a smart, a successful, a powerful 2016. This already belongs to me. I am in process and I will keep striving. Talk to you guys soon.